0: Welcome to the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast, where we go over exactly what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in Houston. Well, good afternoon. We are welcoming Dr. Annie Jenkins to the podcast. Um, how's it going? I'm,
1: I'm doing fine, thank you.
0: Fantastic. Hey, um, so before we get into it, would you like to introduce yourself briefly?
1: Uh, yes, uh, my name is Annie. I am an OBGYN. gyn um, I am currently a hospitalist. Um, In the medical center, Um, I have two kids, my husband's an accountant, uh, and we've been in Houston for going on our seventh year.
0: Oh, fantastic. Well, today we're going to be talking all about Cyprus. So um, you talked about being here for seven years in Houston. Um, How long have you been in Cyprus?
1: About a year and a couple of months.
0: And why would you move to Cyprus?
1: So my son um, was starting kindergarten and um, we had lived in the Rice military area, just inner loop, Houston, and it wasn't a great place to, I, I th- thought, to raise kids. So we wanted um, a little bit more land, more space, um, and in a good school district. Uh, so that's why I moved here.
0: Gotcha. And you're in the Bridgeland, um, what's it? Master Plan community, correct?
1: Yes, it is the same one. Uh, the same, I guess. The same developers who made the Woodlands uh, made Bridgeland. Oh,
0: okay. Fantastic. So, what's the best thing about living in Bridgeland? Maybe um, just Cypress in general.
1: Yeah. So, I, I think for us, the best thing is um, the the community itself. Um, most everybody, we know everybody on our street. Everybody has young kids. We're all in the same stage of life. Uh, in addition to that, when we first checked out Bridgeland, it was quite diverse. I mean, we went to a park and there were people from all sorts of different.
0: If you're looking to move anywhere in the Houston area, don't forget, we'd love to help you out. Give us a call or shoot us an email at dandhsrealtygroup.com.
1: Different backgrounds. Um, and it, that's also reflected in our street as well. Um, and there, you know, my kids are three and six years old. Um, everybody walks to the same bus stop, so it's just this tight knit community, which I just didn't think I would get in our loop, and that, that was the biggest reason.
0: Fantastic. So you mentioned your son's uh, just started kindergarten, or I guess he's going into first grade now.
1: He's going to first grade now.
0: First grade. And so what school is that?
1: Uh, he's currently in a school called McGowan Elementary. It's a brand new elementary school and um, it's part of the sci ISD.
0: Very nice. And so what do you think so far? Are you liking the school systems?
1: Yeah, it's a really nice school. Parents are very involved. Um, yeah, I volunteered at the library a couple times. They always ask for like um, parents to be involved in field day, et cetera, all these different events. So parents are very highly involved. Um, we thought the teachers are good. Um, so it's, it's been a good experience so far. I just really didn't want to navigate the whole HISD lottery system. Um, and I wanted my kids to kind of go to the same school as the people in their neighborhood.
0: Sure. Yeah. We, um, we were talking to somebody earlier and, uh, And she was just saying that, saying the same thing, where it was, hey, she had a chance to go to this other set of schools, so not really people from the neighborhood, but, you know, that worked for them. But, again, it is a little bit different, you know. Our kids obviously go to school with the kids in the neighborhood, and and it just, it's interesting with all the different activities that they've got going on. We can invite the classes over, and it just kind of fosters that. They're in school, but then they can also, you know. Really develop friendships over time, really outside right. of school. So that's a neat thing. Um, what other activities do you have the kids in?
1: Well, it's summertime, so it's a little bit more intense than regular school year, but currently <laughs> my son is doing jiu jitsu. Him and my daughter are both in gymnastics. He's doing basketball. Um, and, you know, he's in summer camp and she's in daycare. Um, and So they're they're doing quite a bit right now.
0: That's amazing. Any any specific activities um,
1: <clears throat>
0: that you really like that you that you like that the, the, either the um, what am I trying to say where you like either the, the the teacher or the facilities um, you know that kind of especially drew you to those activities.
1: So um, we really like the jujitsu class just because my kid is really high energy um, and the teachers are really good so um, we've really enjoyed that um, we also do like the gymnastics as well my daughter really is into that um, and so I feel like a lot of parents take take their kids a lot of even the people on our street um, take their kids to the same gymnastics place um, a lot of people do different types of swim we, we did swim for a while uh, Bridgeland itself has currently three different community pools they have it's blocked out into like four different sub-neighborhoods. And so the thought is to have four different community areas for those four subdivisions. And so three of them are being built out right now and they just opened like the third community pool. So there's a lot of like pools and parks, um, nature areas in Bridgeland. So we also do that. I don't think that totally answered your question. There's just like a lot of things to do. Um, Sure, absolutely. yeah, I mean, my son goes to soccer at our church, which is just also down the street. Um, so it's, there's just a lot of opportunities.
0: You guys are busy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, I, what I was saying is I know for our kids, I, I think our kids are both in kind of karate. And, you know, we really had a great respect for the for the teachers um, and just how they went through their classes and such. And i uh, I'm not sure if they would have stayed in karate had we not, and they as well liked the teachers as much as they did, right? And so sometimes you've got the activities because the kids like the activities, but sometimes I feel like it, as parents we sort of we like the message that the that the teachers bring or the facilities um, and kind of how they foster that sense within within their within their four walls, so to speak. um so I didn't know if there was something. Um, I've just heard so much about the gymnastics programs up in Cyprus, where I guess there's a lot of people doing gymnastics. we We talked to a, another gentleman um, and his kids are both in gymnastics too. so that's always it's always neat to hear something that's going on maybe that's unique to an area. Um,
1: I mean i my my daughter's three. I don't think she's gonna be like, world gymnast or something like that she just really likes tumbling and i am very happy with that so it's it's close um you know we we there's there were dance activities etc so i think that was harder inside the loop because the traffic it just makes everything feel harder to get to
0: yeah yeah and you can't really plan right you get home a little bit late from work right and you you think it's going to be a 20 minute you know or 15 minute little drive over there and then you know something happens, and yeah, you just tougher tougher to plan your day. But you brought up entertainment options. What are some of your favorite entertainment options in Cyprus?
1: Um. Yeah, that's hard because I think with little kids, I mean, you don't. There's not tons of entertainment that you can do. I guess like when we took a date, we just go anywhere. Like we go anywhere in Houston, um, but that's not often. Um, I think, um, I guess with entertainment with kids, um, like I said, Bridgeland has a lot of like, um, one of their biggest focuses is a neighborhood that has like a nature feel. So we actually have like bunnies in our backyard. We see like um, different types of birds. There's different like man-made lakes all around the community. So we see different types of birds flying around. There's different nature trails, uh, biking trails. Um, You could like paddle boat. So. different things, outdoor activities in Bridgen itself um, that you could yeah. do. Um, eventually there'll be, and I have no idea when this will be, but they um, will build out like a central area where there's gonna be a lot of shopping. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar, like I'm sure you're familiar with the Town Lake area, but we're, we're yeah. neighbors to Town Lake. So right. um, they have like retail, you know, all built out. Um, so, but I think food is one of, the least exciting options here. Um, I, I, I mean, again, you can't compare it to Inner Loop Houston. You know, we had all these different varieties of foods like very close to us. And that, sure. that's just not like that here. Um, there are food options. It's just a lot less. Um, one great yeah. thing about Cypress itself, though, is Katy Chinatown is like 20 minutes off of 99. And so yeah. that's really nice.
0: So if you had your choice, is that where you basically head? So instead of staying around um, Cypress, will you just head down to Katy then?
1: That or we'll go to Town Lake. Um, they do have some nice places there, but um, a lot of the time we'll just be at home. Um, but yeah, probably I would say Town Lake or go down to Katy. Um, sure. Cinco Ranch again is not that far. So it's just just down 99.
0: Sure. And it sounds like they're still building out a lot of the communities up there. So so hopefully I, I know when we first got to Sienna there wasn't a ton. Um, but as both Sienna and Riverstone have grown, there have been some more restaurants that Susan's been uh, more keen on um, than than originally when she first got down here. Um, I, I think that's really kind of the common thing, right? Is that if you want the if you want the the nicer restaurants, right, the more I hesitate to say hip, right? But just kind of new and fun and, and definitely uh, interesting. You're going to have to maybe drive outside the suburbs. But um, as you'd already said, you know, with kids, there's a lot of other pros. Um, what would you say? Just, I mean, you know, where are some of the restaurants that you might go just with the kids there? Um, that you might recommend? That are good places for kids? Yeah,
1: um, like I said, so we we we'd go to. Town Lake a lot. Town Lake has a um, big lake and so the kids like to go and they'll point out um, like little fish in the water. Uh, There's a lot of turtles in the lake as well so they'll point that out. Um, There's like Hop Dotties, there's um, a Torchy's Taco. um, They love Chick-fil-A. They're building one just down the road in Bridgeland so that's nice. there's a breakfast place. Um, there's an Italian restaurant. So there's like lots of options that I can take the kids um, sure. there. And then there's like a big green space um, that sometimes in the evenings they'll have live entertainment as well. So the kids really like oh. that as, as well.
0: That's neat. They get to kind of play and run and, you know, right. parents get down and relax a little bit. Um, I think the Katy Chinatown was interesting. Do they have groceries there? Do you guys cook a lot at home? Is that your, you know, if you if you yeah. cook, will you...
1: I mean, it's just easier with kids to eat at home, obviously, but um, uh, yeah, so we live very close to a large HEB. They're about to build another one in Bridgeland, Um, uh, another HEB as well, so that's really easy. We shop there quite often, several times a week. Um, There's a Costco as well that's very close to where we live. And then in Katy Chinatown, there's an H Mart Um, in that area is also growing a whole bunch as well. They have like, um, like a golfing area. They have like an arcade um, uh, bumper cars kind of event. Um, So that whole area is just really, you know, changing.
0: Very neat. Very neat. And so um, how long is that if you have to travel out down to Katy? how, How fast is that? Is that a, is that a short drive um, or is that I, a little I just bit went to,
1: yeah, so I just went with my friend. Like I just met my best friend today there and it took me, uh, less than 20 minutes to drive. Um, it okay. is a toll road. So that's the only, um, con. If you drove like this, um, no toll, it'd probably take 25, 30 minutes, but it was gotcha. less than 20 minutes.
0: You just go down 99 then. Um, mm-hmm. so talking about commute, how, what is your commute like? Well, first do you, do you work at multiple places? Um, and then you work in the Texas Medical Center, is that correct? What? Yeah. And how is your commute there?
1: Um, so I have odd hours being a hospitalist. I work 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. or 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And so this, the day shifts are, it's actually quite nice. Um, I have to get up a little early, probably around like 5.15. I'm out the door by like 5.45, 5.50, and I'm you know, at work, probably 45-50 minutes. Um, that sounds long, but there's not, there's barely any traffic. Um, I've gotten really good at playing audio books, have gone through several books, which I never did before. So it's just a nice time to, like, uh, listen to books, listen to music, um, have a little bit of quiet. Um, and then the commute home, again, you know, I leave at 7 p.m. So most of the big Traffic is already out in Houston, so again, the drive home—it's roughly somewhere between 50 minutes to an hour, and it's—it's it's not bad. Um, I think the worst is probably the 7 p.m. to 7 p.m. drive in, um, but again, you're going opposite traffic, so most of it is fine. It's not until you hit like I-10 or 610 where you really hit that traffic. So, that commute right. takes me about an hour and 15 minutes. Um, But since I lived in like that area, I ironically still drive by my old house (laughs) during that time just to get to work. Um, But so kind of going like the back roads, but again, it's like an hour and 15 minutes and it's not that often in a month.
0: And then when you're driving home, you're kind of like, I could be home right now, right? As you pass the house.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, But again, just I think about all the benefits, I mean, of living out here. My kids have a gigantic backyard. We used to have like a tiny backyard um we didn't used to have sidewalks we lived in like a three story townhome it was just not conducive to having small kids and so they since we've moved my kids have like not wanted to move back even if we like joke about it no
0: <laughs> sounds very similar because um, yeah. it took you quite a long time to she'd always say that you know um okay I, you know i could have been home you know, there's our place, and it's just so much more convenient. But our kids are the same thing. You know, I, I'll I sometimes I'll tease her, and be like, "Well, do you want to move back?" You know, especially if you know there's an accident, and you know it takes her forever to get home, and she, you know she's because then she'll work those seven to seven shifts sometimes, and she'll be exhausted when she gets home. And you know, do you want to move back? And our kids are like, "No, we can't move back." You know, right. we can't move. And so yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think. They... Go...
1: Sorry, I didn't... no, no, no I go ahead. No, I was going to say, they've already made friends with neighbors. We've already made, I mean, we've actually vacationed with one of our neighbors already, even though we've only lived here for a year. I mean, it's just a totally different feel. So, so yeah, you understand.
0: Uh, yeah, fantastic. I, yeah, I completely understand. It's amazing what we do for kids, right? I mean, it just and see the joy and just see their happiness. So, yeah. Um, what other medical facilities would be, would be maybe more convenient that are around you?
1: Um, so, yeah, so there's a Memorial Herman. Um, the Texas Children's Hospital, uh, West Campus and Katy, again, is not that far of a drive from here. Um, they're building this huge Methodist hospital in Cyprus. I mean, it's going up as we speak. Um, I, I mean, this area is just really growing. Um, I think, and I, I truly believe in like 20 years, it's it's going to be like what the Woodlands is now. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, yes, there are other hospitals I could work at. But um, just my, my specific job is a little bit unique. And so um, it's made it hard to leave.
0: Sure. Yeah, I don't want you to, I don't want you to leave. Um, I guess <laughs> yes. it's just for, for other people that are sort of like, hey, that, that Cypress place sounds really cool. You know, what other options? Because I think a lot of people will find a community that they fall in love with right? And then they either, you know, find a job in that area or, um, you know, they sort of make it happen over a period of time. Um, how about your husband? Where does he work? Like what so area does he work?
1: Yeah, my husband's an accountant. Um, so he has the benefit of working from home. Um, oh, okay. And so when we were looking for a house, we specifically wanted one where he would have his own like little office. And that's just really convenient because, um you know, our kids are currently in daycare and school if they get sick or, you know, whatnot. He can always just go pick them up. Um, he used to work in an office, but um, working from home has just really been good for us.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, no, that makes it a lot more convenient. Um, I think there's a lot of similarities because I, I do get those calls, you know, your daughter's got a sore throat. Can you come pick her up? So, uh, yeah. yeah, I've been there <laughs> quite a few times. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. That's- it happens. Um Talked about activities for kids. Um, Let's talk a little bit more about the growth that you've seen. Um, You've only been there a year and a half, but you said you've already seen, starting to see a lot of things happening. Um, Can you talk about, can you talk about those things? Um, Just the growth with regard to both residential and maybe some more of the maybe commercial uh, type of places that are going up?
1: I mean, just in the last year, um, just like plots of land when we first arrived, didn't have anything. Now, like whole neighborhoods have already gone up. Um, the whole other side of 99 was nothing. But again, like I said, Bridgeland has expanded over 99. They've already opened a big community center there. Um, so that all was not there a year ago. Um, then even further down 99, just kind of where Cy- in between Cypress and Katy, um, there's different communities just popping up, like um, inviting people to like you know, buy homes there. They just opened this massive target off of ninety nine, um, so that's been a big, you know, people a lot of a lot of people here have been very excited about that, um, and <clears throat> just um, in terms like so, uh, we just haven't really seen housing slow. Um, people just really like being out here, specifically, yeah. and, and that's one of the reasons why it drew, drew us to here as well.
0: And you went into new construction? Correct? Mm -hmm. Did you? Yes. Yeah. So what were maybe some reasons why you chose the new construction over something existing?
1: We bought at a very bad time. I mean, it was like the height of um, kind of the craze with the housing market during the pandemic, um, where the interest rates were really low. And people were I mean, it was just crazy. But we really didn't have an option since my my kiddo was starting kindergarten so we were kind of in a time crunch and you know we told ourselves listen we're gonna probably be here for 20 years let's just find this like a house that we like that we love and just go in on it and when we bought there there's a lot of different builders that build out in Bridgeland and we found a house that really suits us Um, specifically we were looking for a mother-in-law suite my mom will spend kind of a, a prolonged period of time with us so we wanted a place where she would feel comfortable um, and so we, we found a floor plan that we really liked, but even when we were trying to buy, it was hard to buy. They were like, there's 40 people on our waiting list, you know, like all this stuff. I mean, they were talking about having to bid for lots. It was a little crazy. Um, we were fortunate to like buy a lot, start the buying process, but we also did look in Katy. Um, We looked in different areas. We really was close between Katy and Cyprus. Um, But the one reason why we didn't go for Katy was because you just didn't know what kind of neighbors you were gonna get. Um, You you could have neighbors with high school kids. You could have neighbors with like middle, it it just, everybody was kind of mixed. Whereas everybody who was moving here had younger kids. And so, Um, We almost put a bid on a house in Katy and the people in our cul-de-sac, nobody had kids, you know, so um, We just we found the house that worked for us. We didn't want to go into bidding wars at that time and You know, that's how we decided
0: What builder did you use?
1: Uh, We used Taylor Morrison
0: And were they one of the only folks that offered mother-in-law suites or is that becoming pretty common in your area?
1: I think it's becoming common i mean even on my street which has like uh, 21 houses on our street um there's probably probably four or five of us that have mother-in-law suites um i think that's becoming more common and no there were several builders a lot of them had the option of changing something into a mother-in-law suite i mean they also have options where it's like you know like almost like a duplex where you could do that you could um uh I think there was ones where it's like a home within a home where it's like a little apartment within a bigger house we almost sure. thought about that so there were a lot of different options
0: yeah um now does it have like a little kitchenette type of thing separate garage or how much of a mother-in-law suite is it
1: yeah no so we had thought about having one that that we looked at one that had a kitchenette we were almost going to get that one but no this one um has like a living room area that's dedicated for her um, a bedroom and a bathroom Um, but everything else is in a shared area we have a three-car garage and then just like a very big kitchen
0: very nice yeah yeah we we looked at some different models and one of the models that we were looking at they had it kind of like a, a separated garage but they could make it up into a mother-in-law suite, right? And so it would have been bigger, right? Because we could have made the we could have made it a double car garage, which then would have offered a bedroom, kind of living room. We could have done a kitchenette, um, separate bath. But it was going to be kind of across the driveway. And when we when we first started looking at the models, they only had it set up as a garage. So Susan's mom was like, "You want me to live in the garage?" She you know she just wasn't seeing that vision of like of how we could make it into, you know, kind of a separate little, little suite for her. Um, and I don't think she really liked living, um, across the driveway, so to speak. It would have given her more privacy, but, um, where other ones, I, cause I've been up in Cyprus, um, with some other folks and that's completely attached, right? There's literally like when you walk up, there's two doors, right? You can either, mm-hmm. and so they have to tell you, Hey, you know, knock on the door on your left when you, when you get up there, right? Cause if you knock on the door on the right, you know, my 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 folks are going to be opening the door. So, um, anyways, so we've just got kind of the two downstairs downstairs suites and that works for us, but they're doing a lot of neat things. And I think it's becoming more and more common where you're having those kind of multiple suites or, you know, truly kind of self-contained, uh, type of, yeah, type of mother-in-law suites. Right. So, um, that's good. It's, it's neat and it's nice to have them to have their own kind of space sometimes. Um,
1: I just had this conversation with my husband the other day. I was like, you know what? I really think the multi-gen family housing is becoming more popular. Um, but yeah, my mom had the same thing. She was like, you want me to use this small kitchenette when you have this big, beautiful kitchen I could <laughs> use? That makes zero sense, you know? So I was like, what's yeah. oh, you know. Um, but no, her area—it's very like it's like in one separate part of the house. She closes the door. There's nothing else on that side, so um, you know it's she likes it and it, it works for us.
0: Yeah, Popo—that's uh, what we—that's what we call her, right? That's what we call her. Right? Um, like, yeah, yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I can't imagine her cooking in some small little kitchenette. She's quite quite fond of, of the big kitchen now, and right. uh, the multiple fridges, and we've got a. Yeah, we've got quite the quite the um, Set up. setup for her to prepare. Oh, yeah, these I mean you have to get the big
1: does. you know exhaust vents, especially with cooking Asian food and like, yeah, yeah, you 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 couldn't contain her into like a little kitchenette. So that's why we didn't go that route.
0: I think um, it's gotten too hot now, but I've got a, a outdoor uh, outdoor kitchen. But one of the areas that I've got is kind of these. It's a whole open fire area where it's got grates that can go up and down. But I specifically bought an extra couple large walks um, to be able to do that. And so and it's got like a specific frame. And so when we're when we were unboxing everything, Popo was like, she's like those are cool right like you know it's too warm for her to be out but i could see i could see soon um when it cools off a little bit i think she's gonna try her hand some of that outdoor stuff so
1: that's um, a good point i'm gonna have to remember that uh when we build out outdoors they're massive they're
0: like they're it's like 22 inches and it's probably eight inches deep um wow It was massive, yeah. I couldn't even, you know, you have to season it. It's cast iron. I couldn't season it in the oven. It's too big for the oven. So let's move into pros and cons. Um, So pros and cons of of Cyprus. What would you say?
1: Uh, Let's start with
0: pros, sorry.
1: Pros. Um, Again, I think um, the neighbors have been a big pro. Having more space where the kids can just run around and I don't have to worry about them getting hit by cars Um, The availability of pools and parks and splash pads and things like that, that's been very nice. Having just everything feel closer, the grocery store, our church, the elementary school, like everything just feeling very close. Um, Let's see, what else? Um, The school district. and I, I mean, honestly, every time we go into Interloop now, it just feels so congested. I feel like out here, it, we really just have more space to breathe, and so all of those big, big pros.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Um, on the when you're talking about the splash pads, I was just thinking, um, you know, with small kids, right? They, they're pretty, pretty easy, right? You kind of just they could they can go to the same park pretty much all the time, then go to the same yeah. set of pools. But it is fun when you're able to kind of go to a couple different things. Um, I actually didn't know we had this, there was a splash pad in this one area. I took them to this, the playground, a different playground. Um, this was a while back. I took them to a playground just to hang out and you know try something different. There was a splash pad. So of course they're all in full clothes. This was probably either last year or two years ago probably. Um, they're in their full clothes and there's a splash pad and they're like, dad, can we do the splash pad? And I'm like, of course, right? So I was like the, the worst, parent in the world having my kids you know soaking wet in their in all their clothes while all the other parents were all the other moms were much better prepared than i was they all their kids had swimsuits and here my kids were just soaking wet in their clothes but
1: no that's okay
0: I they had, had fun. fun yeah um that's <laughs> i just when you brought up all the parks and splash pads i just think that's one of the biggest things with some of these communities there's just so many little nooks and crannies in different parks that you can take them to and they're just a little bit different and you just never know what your kids are going to just be going crazy for that day right sometimes it's sometimes it's a swirly slide or sometimes it's the tic-tac-toe board and again it just depends i guess when they, how old the kids are sometimes but it's always right. fun to see them light up
1: and that's the thing i mean i think every house is within half a mile from two or three parks i mean i, I mean just from our house um, we easily can walk to two parks, um, maybe a little more. I mean, it's there's just so many different parks out here. They all look different. Um, the community itself, um, you know we do have to pay an HOA, but we have we have um, a gym. They will send a newsletter every month about all the different things that are happening. They put on like a few summer camps, they have different, um, like a movie night at, at the pool they have you know different events um, throughout the month that you could be involved in if you wanted to
0: yeah it's neat when the community you can get the community together like that um, have you guys had any neighborhood uh, parties yet is that a, is that a thing in your neighborhood yet
1: yeah and um, so for our street specifically and um, we did last year we did a, just a quick July the fourth get-together um so we had like hot dogs. All the kids like got to know each other. Everybody had just kind of moved in um, not too long ago. Then we had um, a big like a Halloween sort of bash. Um, it was kind of like all day event. It was like a potluck. We had different um, activities for the kids. Um, we smoked s'mores. We watched football. So that was just on our street. Then we recently had a crawfish boil. Um, the women on their street have gone out to eat several times. The guys have too. So I don't think that's uncommon. I mean, we've seen on just the Facebook groups, like multiple streets have something similar where they'll get together.
0: I think that's the neat thing about new neighborhoods and new construction, right? Is I, I think when all those folks start coming in, I I think those groups tend to form a little faster, maybe in my yes. opinion. Um, I think that's neat. You, you said s'mores. did you let the six-year-old um, Set fire to their own marshmallow, or are you guys still taking care of those for them?
1: No, I mean one of our neighbors had like a little fireplace for like outdoors, and we just wheeled it into the driveway, and they made their own s'mores. So it just it was very fun.
0: It is fun. I we we did some s'mores the other day. So I've been taking my kids camping now for quite some time, and one of the things we always do is s'mores, right? So I think even before. Well, I had the camper and we took them camping. I would do the same thing in our backyard, right? I just, I love the kids, you know, playing with the fire. Susan does not like the kids playing with the fire. Um, <laughs> but the point is, is that they've been doing s'mores for quite some time, right? So they'll, right. they'll you know, set them on fire a little bit. They'll blow them out. Well, we had a little party the other day. And um, there was a bunch of kids that have never done s'mores before in their lives. Wow. And And we weren't thinking. We weren't, we weren't. We weren't thinking our kids do s'mores, right? So we're, we're thinking that every kid is going to be just fine with a flaming marshmallow on a three-foot stick. Oh no! Well, that was a bit of a mistake. Um, There's one young, one, one young lady who burnt the tip of her nose, but she's fine now. She's fine. Oh my so, God! but I just remember looking over and seeing all these kids with these flaming marshmallows. And I was like, Oh, "Oh, this is a mistake.
1: (laughs) This is a mistake. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we kind of had our own little mishaps too. You know, one of our neighbors just kind of in the night, they brought out like a little hookah. Um, that's, I mean, they just enjoy that. And a lot of our neighbors like got to experience that. Um, but the like I think a few little kids thought the little coal like the little um, coal was very yeah. pretty and they like uh-huh. touched it and it it just kind of I was like uh you know but yeah. you know learning experience it's okay.
0: <laughs> well, have you ever seen them um, the hookah heads where the, they'll do fruits like they'll do it in a in a grapefruit or an orange no. or whatever they will no. pack the tobacco in those yeah um, you know some people I've I, I was in L.A. for a long time we used to do hookah um, so much bigger thing they've got they've got hookah places here too but um they'll do a pineapple head they'll have a whole pineapple head they they core it out and they put the tobacco in there and so yeah wow. yeah. You know so it's uh or it's wow. it's very interesting so that's always fun it's always neat you know to see different things too um i, I think that's the biggest thing about getting the community together again everybody sort of brings what they're into and you know if you like it you like it but um uh, how about some of the cons what would you say some of the cons are
1: um, I think the lack of food options, especially just coming from Interloop, that's hard. Um, yeah. feeling like I was in the middle of Houston now feeling, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just way further, like medical center is a drive now. Um, anybody who lives in Sugar Land or that area, like, we just, it's really hard to go. Um, we go to Galveston one or two times a year, and you know that adds another hour to the trip. So it just it does it definitely feels further away from other yep. destinations in Houston. Uh, the food options, I think anyway, you know HOA. I have conflicted feelings about. Um, you know good things about HOA, bad things. I I'm I'm, I'm putting it out as a con just because it's just really hard being like oh my gosh I put these like you know little paved stones so my kids can walk and you get a letter about it. You know my, my neighbor got a letter because they put six planters on their front porch when they could only have three like just little nitpicky things um can sometimes be a lot but i do think hoa also makes the neighborhood overall look better you know everybody has the same fencing everybody has the same you know whatever but um sure. you know they make sure people mow their grass but sometimes it can feel like pretty nitpicky um yeah
0: no, that's true yeah i think that, i think you summarized that well what about, um, how, how have you seen the costs come up um, since you've been there? Is that, is that feeling like a con? I, mean, I guess it's pro for you for, you know, now that you've bought, right? So your property values are going up, but um, yeah. prices going up in the area?
1: Yeah, I think they overall have gone up. Um, we definitely bought, if we had bought like a year earlier, it would have been a hundred, maybe more, thousand dollars cheaper. Um, But I think since we've been here, the prices have only gone up, and I think they will continue to do so, just just the neighborhood itself, um, as it grows. Um, But, no, compared to the rest of Houston, you know, we're planning to be here for the long run, so um, the housing market itself doesn't really change for us right now. Um, But, no, HOA is actually pretty manageable. I think it's $100 a month. Um, But there are some... I think when you sell your house you have to pay like a very, very small percentage to the HOA. There's some clauses yeah. like that. We have mud um, mud taxes here as well. So yeah. it's it's definitely more expensive to live here and tax wise.
0: Yeah. No, for for sure. And we have some of that similar stuff. And and the, the that small percentage on your house tends to go they you know for the pools and all those things that you were talking about. Um So as long as you use them I think that's really the key is if you're if you're getting out and you're doing the movie nights or you're you're doing the fireworks um, you know the whatever Christmas parties they have you know we'll have like the trick-or-treat or or, um, different different stations around so as long as you're getting to use that stuff especially the pools um, you have a have you built a pool yet or no
1: no I think in the future we it's definitely something that we've talked about we've also gotten some quotes about a lot of people I think um, one of my neighbors just is in the process of building a pool and they said the HOA had like 150 approvals they had to do for that month so yes. yeah I think people are definitely building pools out there here we will eventually get that done as well but I mean even if you have a pool the community pools are pretty cool I mean one of them has two water slides you know, a diving board, Um, the other one has a lazy river and a big like rope swing, a big tree house with, you know, so um, they're just really neat pools.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I I think that's, that's a big thing. As long as you use them, and I think there's a lot to use, right? So then especially you got the the young kids, usually they've got those kind of like little like playgrounds that are that are under waterfalls, right? Or under, you know, fountains or whatever it is. So I know it was fantastic. And then the water's really shallow. Um, and so for young kids, especially, I think those, those community pools are absolutely fantastic. And then they've got a lot of things that build kind of that muscle and coordination. There's, you know, kind of like you're talking about the rope swings and there's these lily pads that they have to kind of walk across. And so, and these kids can just go for an hour, you know, just constant, constant, constant They're you know, I've had come out, you know, their hands are all, you know, raw from the ropes right. or whatever it is. And it's like, we, you know, it's lesson learned from a parent, you know, we gotta <laughs> remember they can't just go crazy. So, yeah. oh, um, anything else that you think people should know about um, moving to Bridgeland?
1: Um, no, I mean, it's just a, it's been really lovely for us. I mean, we wanted to be in a place where you go outside and you wave to your neighbors. We have like a chat group. Like if I mean, my neighbor has literally said, "Hey, have you, do you have any sugar?" And I was like, "No," but just go in my garage and grab it in my house. You know, she's done that. I've gone over and gotten eggs from her. Um, the, when we did Halloween this year, you know, just tons of kids on the street. Um, People knocking on your door and get candy at all. I mean, it just was. It, this is where we kind of wanted to raise our kids. It's a really great place to raise kids. Not so great if you don't have kids, um, but it's been really good for us. Um, it's expensive, but it's been really good.
0: That's great, fantastic. Um, I've heard so much about Cyprus. Um, I've I've visited a couple of the models up there. I'm gonna I'm gonna get up there. A, a, A bit more often just to be able to check out some of those models because i think there's a a growing need up in cyprus and uh, i think you, you gave us a great a great understanding of the benefits and uh why people would move there so thank you for joining us on the prescription for living in houston podcast we've had a wonderful time discussing what it's like to work eat sleep and play right here in the heart of texas if you're considering a move to houston or within houston we're here to guide and assist you Don't hesitate to reach out with a call or an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. And remember, the charm of Houston lies in its diverse neighborhoods. So make sure to tune in next week, where we'll be exploring another vibrant neighborhood in Houston, offering insights into its unique lifestyle and opportunities. Until then, stay safe and keep envisioning your perfect Houston living experience. Goodbye for now, and we'll catch you in our next episode.